Thomas. So Rashi points out that when they put them in jail, Rashi says they were not put together in the same jail. And the Kayshesh and the Mikhalil says Rashi were not put in the jail at the same time. Which is something that needs explanation. So the Sif Sechachamim explains Rashi that the reason why he didn't put them together is because one of them, it was decided that he was going to die. The question was only how. The other one, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't even know if he was going to die. So says the Sif Sechachamim, if they would have put them together in jail, so the one that it wasn't even clear that he was going to die was going to be concerned that he also for sure is going to die because he's together with this guy that's for sure is going to die. And he's going to be concerned possibly unnecessarily because it could be he doesn't deserve death anyways. So in order that he shouldn't feel bad and possibly be nervous about something that is never going to happen, they put them separately. So why don't we just tell him, put them together and just tell him that even though he for sure is going to die, you're not for sure you're going to die. We're still debating. He says, I guess, because he won't believe you. He's still saying, listen, you put me together with him, I don't believe you. So the Bible Musa say over, this is a guy that is, is deserving of Mises Bezin. He's a Russian Marusha. And because he's going to have a suffix that maybe you're lying to him, and maybe he's going to have a little bit more Agwas Nefesh, it's Gedai to keep them separately. From here we see the importance of how a person has to be careful not to chop another person at all. I would like to share with you just a story or two about this Ingen. But this Ingen is very, very chavav to me. Because many, many years ago I was sitting with Mavi Virabi and we were having a personal discussion and he happened to have mentioned to me, he, said, he says, Ramosha, he says, I want to tell you something. He says, I don't stay up at night trying to figure out what to say in Shia. He says, what keeps me up what keeps me up and makes me so nervous at night is if somebody asks me a question in sheer, how am I going to make sure to respond properly that the bacher doesn't feel bad? That keeps me up at night. It was mamish machnes to me, this Indian that by him it's Kodesh Kodoshim, the Indian of Chas Hashom, not shepherding another person, not saying something that can make somebody feel bad. I'll tell you a beautiful Misa. If you never heard it, it's Kedai. It's got to hear it again. A couple once or Zeichah to have a child. And the woman that had given birth to the child had decided she was going to name the child Yoinasan, because that was the name of her father who had just been Niftar. The day before the bris, unfortunately, in their building, the same apartment building, so a child was Niftar. And the child's name was Yoinasan. So the couple came to Rishleim Zalm and Arbach, and they asked, Afshar, it's not a good decision to name our child Yoinasan. We were going to name him son, but maybe a child died young, such a tragic event. Maybe it's not a good idea. So they came to the God of Zalman, to Machri and this Ingen, should they retract and, and not give him this name? So Shlem Zalman said with a very big force, he said, absolutely don't give him the name. Absolutely. So the, after these people left, the Gabi asked him, because Shlem Zalman wasn't such a takif with these things. He asked him, the rough holes, it's such a bad thing. He said, nah, that's the bad simon, it's no problem. He says, but I just thought for a second. And I said, I'm thinking about that mother that lost her child. And imagine this kid is going to grow up, and he's going to be two or three. 
And his mother's going to scream out to try to get him to come in for supper. Yoinason, Yoinason. And this mom is going to think about her kid who's left him. And he said, how could you cause Tzara to be Bishamani? He says, for that it's enough. Not and he says, Goloibir, that'll be the greatest cause for your father. The greatest cause for a father is to keep a, a Yid from having Tzara. But the godless, the Pichas from Shem Zalman, the sensitivity that he had, the Chapois, that what's going to be with the Yiddish Mamma? She hears screaming Yoinistan the whole day. God, that was an Eretz and That's the mice of the mother screaming. The, the kids name the whole day. It could be a whole day. You could, you could remind, remind her that her kid was Nifter. It stems with another mice that I saw, just the, the, the sensitivity. Ramesh Iron Stern said over that Rosh Hashanah had an interesting anhaga. After a meal, Suda Shabbos, so they clean up the plates. He was mocked with that his plate, if it had leftovers of the food, he took it in himself. He says, if someone else takes in my plate, it could be they'll be fanimous from the food. He brought it in. He brought it in. It's, it's, it's a sensitivity to, to, to other people's feelings that Gedolim had, and there's a lot, a lot we can learn from this. The Mekalil is Mekalil Hashem. It's interesting, the Pasuk identifies him as the son of the Ish Mitzri. So the Balitaisa says, why that identification? So they said, he stammed from a Paroi, Paroi Mitzri, who said, Lo Yodas Hashem, I don't know who Hashem is. So that lack of respect of Hashem is what led to this kid who was born from a Mitzri to eventually curse Hashem's name. So I wanted to tell you a little bit of a story about it. You learn the parish, you have to have a Hashivas for Hashem's name. Hashem Some Isis we say over the story, and some Isis we try to figure out how we can connect to the story. The the Chassam Seifer had a minik. Every morning, the Shamash used to come, and he used to bring him two things, a cup of coffee and a piece of cake. That was the minik. Every day for breakfast, he brought him a cup of coffee and a piece of cake. He came one day, the Shamash said to himself, you know, the Chassam Seifer is not Me'al Mahadein. He's not from this world. He has no shaykhs. He doesn't know if he ate the cake or didn't eat the cake. He says, Chaval. He says, today, I'm going to give him the coffee. I'll eat the piece of cake. And when he asks me, where's the cake? I'll tell him he ate it. He has the difference. Not ate it. Oh, so, Kachava, next day, comes, he brings the chasm safer, And for good measure, he brings the coffee and he leaves a couple crumbs on the plate. You know, it should look a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit uh, legitimate. So the next in the afternoon, the chasm safer says to him, where was the cake? So he said, the Rav, the Rav ate it. So he said over to him, he said, whether I ate or not, I wouldn't remember. Whether I made a bracha on the food, I would remember. And I remember I didn't make a bracha. By the chasam soifer, whether he ate or not, he didn't remember. But whether he made a bracha, he made a difference. How many times do we walk away from a meal and have no idea if we made a bracha? I have a better question. I was discussing with somebody. How many times do we, 12 o'clock at night, have no idea if we dive in Barif? And sometimes it's Mincha or Shachs either. Some Saif is telling you that a Yid knows if he dive in Barif. A Yid knows if he makes a bracha. If it's an experience, by the Chasam Saif, a bracha was an experience. It was an event. If something happened, it made a difference in his life. It wasn't Shaykh. But I'm just saying the godless was that he was, he was in the Ilamas. Abra Brachi knew if he made if he didn't make. I think there's a lot of chizik we can take out in, 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 in Yoni Brachas in this, in this Nakuda. I want to share with you an insight 
In these days we talk about Rabbi Kiva and the Tamid Rabbi Kiva, but I'd like to share with you something about Rabbi Kiva himself. It's from Shmuel Barambam, and every verb from Shmuel Barambam has a certain sweetness to it. He said over that anyone knows the, the postscript of the story of Rabbi Kiva, is Rabbi Kiva eventually was, he started as an Amaretz and he became a Tamachacha. His shver was so upset that his daughter got married to such an Amaretz, so he made a nether that his, his daughter can't enjoy any of his wealth. He was an extremely wealthy man, and he made a nether that he can't have any, any, any enjoyment, she can't have any enjoyment of his wealth. Eventually she heard, he heard that his son-in-law became this Kevalid Tamachacham, so he was looking to be matter nether. So the Tamachacham that he happened to have found was Rabbi Kiva, he didn't have, but he, it was Rabbi Kiva. <coughs> so Rabbi Kiva asked him the following question. In order to be matter nether, you need something called a Pesach. A Pesach means that there was a piece of information that you didn't have when you made the nether, and had you known that, you would never made the nether. So listen to what he asked him. He asked him, if you would have known that he would become a Gavar Rabbah, would you have made the nether? So he said back to him, Afilu halacha achas, even if I would know that he would learn one halacha, I wouldn't have made the nether. So listen to how Shulbram took out from this Gemara. You got to imagine that Ben Kava Samua, who was wealthy beyond means, had access to Tamide Chachamim to give Rabbi Kiva a fair. And he came out with the Mevinim told him that this is a person that doesn't have potential to learn one halacha, one halacha. No, 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 he didn't learn halacha. No potential to learn one halacha. And he became Rabbi Kiva, that the Gemara says in Menachas, that Moshe Rabbeinu was jealous of Rabbi Kiva. He wanted to know why Hashem gave the Torah through him, through Moshe, and not through Rabbi Kiva. So Shmuel says, you see unbelievable how much kaychis are latent or hidden in a mensch. There's a person that went from, no one had an idea that he would learn Allah has to become Rabbi Kiva. It's such a chizik to people to know that you don't know what you could accomplish. You have no idea what you could accomplish. I had, I had a beautiful experience. When I taught a bacha two years ago, 11th grade. I remember we were learning the sugis and tainis that discuss when rain comes. And you, need, you needed to know the months, the Hebrew months. So I sat down with this bacha by night, Seder, and I said, do you know the Hebrew months? He says, Rebbe, I'm embarrassed to say, I don't know the Hebrew months. So I said, okay, I'll teach it to you. So I just wrote it down. He could not have the months. He could not have I spent 20 minutes, 20 minutes, till he was able to remember the 12 months in order. 12 months. A shverokop, very, very weak person, very, very weak person. He came to me, just uh, this being as man, basically as well. he came to me to tell me that he's in one of the, the top yeshivas in Lakewood, and he tells me the yeshiva is not learning enough. He's looking for a better yeshiva. He shtags so unbelievable, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. There's a boy that I'm telling you, he couldn't remember the, the, the months of the year, and he's tagging. It's such an important lesson to not give up on people and to know what, what, is, what is within people. People have an ability to do amazing things if you give them an opportunity to get there. I want to, I want to just uh, mention two other nakudas. The Gemara says in, in Menachas, mitzvah There's a mitzvah to count the days of the Omer, and there's a mitzvah to count the weeks. This kasha bothered me, and I was happy to see Rabbi Chaim Bezal Shaiber asked this too. What's the point in counting the weeks? If you count the days, I know how to do the math. I'll count seven days, and I have it's a week. 
And if I'm counting the, week, the, the weeks, why do I have to count the months, the, week, the days for? It's something that's Omer Darshuni, it's something that has to be understood. So this is Rosh answer with my, with my Tisafas understanding. The reason we count the weeks is because a person has to understand. Let's say a person is part of a kailo, a night kailo, a day kailo, a morning kailo. Sometimes a person looks at the days of a week as four different unique days. Four different unique days. And each day is his own decision. Should I come? Should I not come? Should I not come? Should I not come? And he looks at it as if he gets it together, he gets four days. The aside of counting the weeks is to understand that a week is not seven days. A week is a new metzius. It's a full week. It's a whole, different, a whole different accomplishment. A week is much more than seven days. It's a week. When a person has a unit, keeps a unit of something, whatever, Torah, chesed, tefillah, it's a much bigger accomplishment than a day. So why do we count the days? We count the days because I, I just had a conversation with somebody. Because what happens if you're a person that can't come the whole week? You can't come the whole week. It's not Megah. And you can only come one day of the week. So if you're a person that looks at weeks and you say, listen, if I'm not going to come the whole week, I'm going to come for one day. What's one day worth? The whole week, mitzvah l'mimni yumei. You have to understand that by the Ibishta, both things are, are chavif. A, a week is a week, but a day is a day. And you have to have both sides of the coin. Every single day is valuable. Someone was telling me, I was speaking to a young man, he tells me, he says, I, can't, I don't have enough time to learn. Once in a while, I get extra time to learn. I said, but you have to chaperine that, that moment, and you have to look at mitzvah in the yume. The idea is to, to chaperine that nekuda. Koponim, the... The last thing I just wanted to say was the, in, the, in the idea of, of uh, Sphere Saimer, everyone wants to know why you count from the Aimer. What does that have to do with the Aimer? The Aimer is a carbon. Why is all the counting? Why is the Kachana for Kabbalah Satera Gabi the Aimer? So I just want to share with you something from the Beis Yisrael. Yigamai once came to the Beis Yisrael and he complained. He says, I can't find enough time to learn. I'm too busy with my business. It doesn't leave me time to learn. So he told him the following idea Beis Yisrael from Ger. He said that there's two statements from Rosh Yechai and Shas. One statement is he says, "Afilu leikara el kriyshma shal shachar shal arvis your yoytze vegisa v'yom v'layla." You learn kriyshma in the morning, kriyshma in the night, vegisa v'yom v'layla. And then there's Rosh Yechai in Brachis that says, after a person is going to be chayrish his field at the time of chavisha and he's going to plant his plant, he says, "No, no, no, no. You got to learn all day. No working. No working." I mean, Rosh Yechai is the one that says no working. He doesn't allow any working. And he's the one that says, Kriyashma at night, Kriyashma morning is okay. It's a chassidish vart, but it's a good vart. He says, you didn't understand Dr. Beis Yisrael. Shemichai meant that if you say a good Kriyashma, and you say a b'chol me'oidecha, b'chol me'moincha, you're and you say, I'm willing to give up all my money for the Ebeshta, he says, you'll see you have much more time to learn. You're willing to give up a couple of dollars here and a couple of dollars there, you'll see you can learn hours and hours and hours and hours. That message is the message of the Omer. The message of the Omer is that a guy can't eat any of the new tua until he gives the Omer to the Rabbani Shalom. If you believe that all the money in the world that you make is all from the Ebeshta, and however much you make and however much you try, you're going to make the same amount of money, so then you're able to learn more. So the Achano. For is you count from the message of the Oymer. The Oymer gives you this message. There's time to learn. 
The question is, if you believe that the Rabbani Shalom is controlling your money, but if you're saying a Kriyashma, that was his message to this Avrich. You have a problem, there's time. You just have to be willing to give up the money for the time. So a good Kriyashma will yield stimming with the other, with the other of Shemei Chai that you can, learn, you can learn constantly. So maybe this is something like Lagba we get to Lagba with Shemei Chai. There's a lot of hilulas and a lot of different things. Also stood for this nakuda of learning every moment that you can, you know, taking 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 the opportunity to learn when you can. Mitzvah lemimni shavui, mitzvah lemimni yume. Try to get weeks, but also value days.